Hello everybody, welcome back to Zenex English Podcast. Today I'm actually sitting in my garden and I'm pretty sure you can hear it because there are quite a few bird noises around me, which is pretty cool I have to say. To be honest, I started noticing these bird noises ever since I came back from England two months ago. Because obviously I had lived here before, but I never actually appreciated these all these nature noises, you know. So it's kind of cool to realize that nature is so much fun and beautiful. And I think I used to take it for granted, but now that I'm back, well, I notice these little things. Yes. And, um, well, I think you can all hear them. It's not just the birds that you might hear in the background while I'm recording this episode. Um, I think the wind is quite strong today, so you might hear the wind blowing. Um, hopefully it won't blow in my face and hopefully it won't blow away this podcast because that would be a shame, wouldn't it? There might be some cars as well in the distance. That's because, uh, well, despite the fact that I live in the village, uh, we have a road, so <laughs> uh, you might hear some cars um, passing by, but I think they are not going to be that frequent. Anyway, what's this? This is the 300th episode of Zdenix English Podcast. That is right, 300. Did you hear that? 300th. Really hard to say. 300th, because there is double th sound at the very beginning and then at the end as well. So it's quite tough to pronounce. 300th. <laughs> or you can also say it's episode 300. That might be easier. And as you know, these episodes usually have some sort of a special meaning. Not just for me, but anybody who podcasts for so long as I do. Yeah, I've been podcasting for quite a long time now. Let's be honest about this. So I started back in 2013. It's been seven years. Unbelievable. I can't believe that I've, I've been doing this for so long. And 300 is definitely a special number. It's, it's quite round, if you ask me. It's a round number. It's a special occasion. Like for any podcaster out there that does this for this long, so often podcasters tend to do something special to mark the occasion. Although you might argue that it gets less and less special the more of these round episodes you have. I guess the 100th episode is kind of more special and rounder, we could say. Uh, so um, I was thinking about what I could do for the 300th episode. And uh, in the past, I did some competitions. Yeah. So I think there was a competition uh, to celebrate episode 100 and then there was a, uh, another one to do the same with episode 200. But this time it's going to be something different. The first thing is I've actually got a new microphone. I hope it's working. It's like one of those small ones that you can attach to your t-shirt so I don't have to hold the recorder anymore. Now I sincerely hope that it's working because wouldn't it be ridiculous if it actually didn't work? and I spent hour or even more here recording something and then find out that I haven't actually recorded anything. Oh God, that would feel really bad. I would make a fool out of myself, right? Which wouldn't be the first time. I've done it before, definitely. And probably not the last time either. 
But um, this episode is not going to be about this new microphone that may or may not be working. Well, let me know, by the way. Give, give me your feedback after the episode if you think this is, this is a good microphone. Okay, it's... The idea is that I don't have to hold my recorder when, whenever I'm recording outside, okay? So let me know what you think. But this episode is about something else. This episode is going to be one massive announcement. And the announcement is about me. And no, I'm not getting married. Not yet. Not yet. You still have a chance if there are uh, any pretty girls listening out there who might be interested in marrying me, you still have a chance. <laughs> and um, obviously, I'm not a marriage person anyway, so well, one day maybe, who knows, who knows. But I am not going to talk about me getting married. This is going to be about me launching a new podcast. I'm pretty sure you noticed this when you clicked the, uh, the play button of this episode in your device. I'm sure you noticed the title, which is I'm launching a new podcast. I hope this is clickbaity enough. If I were a listener to a podcast and the host named an episode like that, I would surely give that episode a, a listen. Even if I'm one of those listeners that is a bit less disciplined as a listener, because there are so many good podcasts out there, so sometimes you just have to you just have to be cruel and, and um, just pick the one that you like the most, you know, which is totally understandable. This is, this is a dog-eat-dog -dog world, you know, the podcasting, especially when it comes to English podcasts. So there's a lot of competition and I'm up against a lot of podcasts that you guys might want to listen to in your free time. So I totally understand what's going on. But I think that if you named your podcast episode like this, I would probably give it a listen. So hopefully the introduction hasn't been too long. I think it has actually. But anyway, I'm going to launch a new podcast soon. I'm going to release it this week, possibly today or tomorrow. Okay, it's all ready now, ready to be unraveled. You know what? Let me play you the jingle of this first episode. And I think I'm going to be doing this throughout the whole episode. I'm going to be playing bits and pieces of that new episode, of, of, the, of the first episode of that new podcast, uh, so, so that I um, hype this up a bit and hopefully uh, convince you enough to, to subscribe to this new podcast, okay? So let's go, let's do this. You're listening to Correct My English Podcast. Here is your host, Zdenek. All right, so why? Why am I launching a new podcast? What, what led me to do this? Well, there are a few reasons. As you know, during the coronavirus crisis, people generally go mad, right? They're locked in, self-isolating, and they have more time, time at their hands, which is a nice English expression. If you have more time at your hands, it's, it's an idiomatic expression that means that you don't have much to do. You are essentially bored. And uh, that means that you're looking for various ways to entertain yourself. Because I'm not a kind of person that likes to be bored. I, I hate to be bored. So I always try to find interesting ways to keep myself entertained. Whatever it is. And um, also, 
I think this is a new opportunity for me. You know, it's an opportunity to start over, to do things differently, to do them better. And it's time to turn on a new leaf. Okay, so that is part of the reason the, this coronavirus crisis gave us generally a lot of time to ponder, to reflect on what, have, what we have been doing and how we have been doing it. So that's part of the reason why I'm starting this new podcast. Now also, I've had this eureka moment. A eureka moment is a moment of realizing something. It's, it's a moment when something dawns on you. Another word for it is epiphany, that you're experiencing an epiphany. So, um, yeah, so I am experiencing um, this eureka moment because recently I've started teaching um, an American guy um, Czech. Yes, so this is my first ever student of Czech. So, as you know, I'm Czech. I'm from the Czech Republic. Czech is my first language, but I've actually never studied in uh, Czech teaching. So that means I know nothing about the Czech language, apart from the fact that I'm a native speaker and I can speak it well, I guess. So during the lessons with this American guy that I now teach Czech, I've realized a few things about myself as an English teacher. Because as you know, I'm a qualified English teacher with years of experience and very good qualifications, a master's degree, CELTA, DELTA. So I've actually realized that... I'm not a good Czech teacher and because I don't have so much knowledge about the, linguist the Czech linguistics and because I've never taught Czech, that lack of experience, it actually makes it very difficult for me to teach Czech. Like I'm doing my best, okay, and I think I'm improving. But the eureka moment is that I actually learned to appreciate myself as an English teacher. I think I, I took it for granted, basically, that that I could that, that I could teach English and then I understood uh, the English language inside out and all the grammar rules and and um, the phonology and uh, the lexis and all that I think I didn't appreciate myself enough anymore I didn't give myself enough credit for knowing so much about the language about the English language and it only became became apparent to me after teaching Czech isn't that interesting guys I'm really struggling teaching Czech I'm pretty useless I, I don't know about the declinations the terminology I don't understand how the cases work I do understand them vaguely and I'm learning but like I should know everything if, if I teach it you know if I get paid for it I should really know everything so it's pretty interesting this but how does this relate to this episode and to this new podcast that I'm releasing well essentially I realized that I know a lot about the language, about the English language, and I present myself as an English teacher, right? Because I am an English teacher. And as a podcaster, I've got this unique quality or, or, or skill, let's, let's call it a skill, that I can actually understand the language well. I can explain it. I understand, I understand the reasons why people use certain language or why certain expressions are right or wrong. You know, I can, I can give you the explanation, which is valuable, I think. Yeah, I know how it works. I know how the linguistics, the, the intricacies and all the nuances, I know how they all um, work together, all the nuts and bolts of it, you know, all the ins and outs and the gears of the language, how they combine and 
you know, I've never really, as I said before, I've never really given myself enough credit. So I started thinking about this and I started thinking about how, how I've been podcasting so far for those seven years. And I, I was thinking like, perhaps I should start looking for some sort of a niche on the market, you know, because all teachers have gone online now, like most of them really, because of the Corona crisis. And um, some of them have already been there whether more or less active but i have only been really doing the podcast so not only have i tried some youtube videos but i've also started thinking about this new podcast where i could sort of capitalize or make use of what i can do and what my strengths as a teacher are and teaching czech helped me realize those strengths i knew them already i think but this gives me that boost that confidence and all I had to do was to take a step back, you know, to to have more time, yeah, because sometimes you need that. If you, if you just work 24-7, you have a 9-to-5 job, there's no time for you to think about these things. Then you come home, you have things you have to do, You then in the evening you watch Netflix or something, and then you just fall asleep, you know, and then uh, rinse, repeat. So, yeah. That is another reason. As a non-native English speaker, I had to learn English. I had to understand how grammar and pronunciation work. I know the terminology, like the, you know, the, all the names of the English tenses and what you call those grammatical words, and I can explain things. Knowing this has helped me become an effective learner. Now, admittedly, if I were a native speaker, I wouldn't really need this, would I? Because you just learn naturally you learn from your parents when you're young and you don't need to think about whether what you're using is present perfect or past simple you just use it because you feel it's right now obviously i've come a long way in my own journey of learning english and i have also developed this sort of sense for what is right what is wrong but it's never gonna be perfect because it's not my first language yeah but I'm not here to beat myself up. I'm, I'm here to explain to you why I'm the right person to teach English, basically. Because I've had to learn all these little things about the English language, all the, all the linguistics, all the grammar. And I know, I, I know it better than most native speaker teachers, actually. I think it, it, this might sound a bit pretentious, but I actually now think it. I'm going back to what I said before, that American student that I'm teaching Czech now, that's the thing that made me realize this, okay? Hello everybody, my name is Denek and this is my brand new podcast called Correct My English. And with this podcast, I'm going to help you correct your English. So I, was, I started thinking, hmm, what should I do? And then I realized, wait a minute. Zdenek, what could you do? You have to do something to do with grammar, but you also want to have fun with it a little bit, yeah. So, hmm, what about error correction? You like correcting mistakes, you know how to correct your students' mistakes. Uh, there is a lot to explore in this area, and you know how to correct yourself as well. You've done it before on this podcast, you've done some language analysis of your own mistakes, yeah. And to be honest, guys, whenever I listen back to my podcast, whenever I edit my podcast, I always hear those mistakes. 
I know I've said it before, but, you know, it's one thing to feel that you're wrong. But another thing is to know why you're wrong and what went wrong. And I always know this because of my knowledge, because of my knowledge as a teacher. So for me, it's just about getting that practice. Like the more I practice, the better I get. And yeah, so I was thinking, what do I do? Hmm, Error correction. I think I need to explore that. I need to go for that. So this podcast will be about correcting mistakes. Yes. But before I get into the ins and outs of this, before I tell you exactly what the podcast is about, um, I think it's time... By the way, ins and outs are the intricate details of a situation or, or process. Yeah, just the the little details, the nitty-gritty, you know. Um, first of all, let me tell you how this may potentially affect Zep. When I say this, I mean releasing this new podcast and trying to record the episodes of it. Is this the end of Zep? You might be wondering, Zdenek, does this mean that, uh, well, you're going to be doing a new podcast and Zep will disappear? Well, that is not what I intend to do. I don't want to finish with Zdenek's English podcast. Not that I know of, anyway. And this is not a spin-off either. It should be a, a, a different thing, okay? It's more like I want to launch a companion podcast, a standalone podcast, and uh, a podcast that you guys can listen to alongside Zep. Yeah, it's like a sister podcast. Should I say brother podcast? It's sexist, isn't it? Okay, let me let me say cousin podcast because that's gender independent enough, I guess. So this is going to be a cousin podcast. I should probably call it a, the cousin podcast. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Yeah, it would. No, no, Zdenek, don't do that. Don't, don't. No. Okay, I'm not doing that. Right, so I want to do this right. Yes, I want to have a clear aim. I want to learn from my own mistakes, because I've been doing Zep for a long time. I know a lot of things that I did wrong, and admittedly, there were some things I did right too. But um, I want to take the good things from Zep and add to it some new super good things, Basically creating an irresistible concoction, a potion that my listeners will want to drink. Okay, it's not an alcoholic drink, so you won't get drunk doing this, so it's going to be healthy for you, okay? I do like my beer, though, but just side note, okay? Anyway, why could this be successful? So I know what I'm doing. I love grammar. I'm a grammar geek, as you know. I have enough qualifications and I've seen that my strength was uh, a strength even among native speaker teachers in London. I could see that I was one of the best regarding teaching grammar and the language there. I could, I just, I just could see it, okay? So arguably, there was way more competition there for me. So uh, it was tougher for me to, to, to be recognized. But I think I made it anyway because of this strength that I have okay now first of all they don't just hire anyone there and secondly you need to consistently show good performance or you won't last you are teaching English in London so you can imagine you know the students expect the best quality education and um, qualifications so there are high demands on you high expectations of your teaching which is totally fair you might as well know what you're doing right if you're a teacher teaching in London and let's face it Recording the next English podcast for seven years, often analyzing the language, correcting myself, learning how to do things. I've done quite a bit of work 
in this area. So I think I, I'm good at correcting people. I can explain and I, I know how and I know why. And you need to be an experienced teacher to know, to know why, okay? A lot of beginner teachers know how, often natives, but they don't know why. Or they don't know how to pass it to their students to put it in an intelligible language. I wonder how intelligible this was, but anyway, I think this podcast could make it. I think it could. So, what's the concept? Okay, I think now we are getting to what's important and what you've all been waiting for. Um, so, the concept is as follows. It should be short episodes, about 10 to 15 minutes long. We will see, because I don't really know yet exactly, but I think 10 to 15 minutes should be fine. And it will start with an excerpt from a conversation. You need to teach language in context these days, so it's not enough for me to just start correcting error. It's, there should be some sort of uh, context, okay? So it could be a conversation from the next English podcast episodes or something from my online English classes that I teach. The premise, or as they call it, the underlying assumption of this concept, of this idea that I have for this new podcast, is that it's based on research and teaching methodology, okay? So it's not just something I've made up on a whim. It's about error correction. We talk about error correction, which is always a chapter in, in clever methodology books, you know, books that um, teachers, uh, that future teachers read at universities to become teachers. They have to do all this research. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. They have to study for their lectures and all those courses and all that uh, just to pass their exams, you know. So... Despite the fact that mistakes are okay and they are part of the learning process, there comes a moment in your learning, and I think most of us have been there, when you realize that something you are saying is wrong. Yeah? So you, became, you become sort of aware that something is going on. And often these mistakes repeat. Sometimes you don't become aware of it. Sometimes other people need to tell you. And this is called an error in literature. If you know... The mistake, it's a mistake. Yeah? If you don't know it, it's an error. That is a distinction some methodologists make. Okay? Um, an error is more serious. It's a fossilized thing and it keeps, keeps repeating. It's something you don't know about and is deeply rooted as a pattern in your speech. It won't come to you as a surprise if I tell you that it is harder to unlearn a fossilized error then it is to learn something completely new. So sometimes I teach, sometimes when, when I get to teach new students, I notice that they keep making the same kind of mistake. And that's because probably nobody has ever told them that this is wrong. Because sometimes um, if you're understandable enough, if, if people understand what you mean, you know, then they don't really care about how you say it. They don't care about accuracy as long as they know what you mean. But obviously that means that you will not progress in that language because you also need to be accurate, you know, to take it to another level, right? So the reasons you learn it wrong could be different. Perhaps you did not pay attention at school, you did not understand a rule, or you simply had a bad teacher or a bad pronunciation model, or I don't know, this is where natives are better than non-natives, I guess. I mean, the pronunciation, they, they, they have the best pronunciation with the best possible accents. You know, my accent, hopefully, is not too Czech, but it's not 
perfect by any stretch of the imagination. All right. So this is what I'm talking about. Yes. Often you misunderstand the rule and you also overgeneralize it. You neglect some exceptions. You know, like there are some irregularities in English language and all those exceptions. And you assume that a word is similar to what exists in your language sometimes because it sounds like it. This is what we call a false friend. For example, sympathetic, yeah, sympathetic, sympathetic. Often people have problems with this one for some reason. Yeah, so, so many different reasons why you could make this a mistake. But you must not keep reinforcing your errors. Someone needs to tell you. And that person is I. <laughs> yeah, I think it's me. I think it's gonna be me, yeah, in this podcast, in the new podcast. I haven't told you the name of the podcast yet, but uh, you will find out in no time. Okay, so this podcast is going to be aimed at levels B1, B2, C1, C2, okay? Uh, well, C2 only if you really want to give it a go. I mean, if you're a C2 level learner, um, you can probably take care of yourself. I consider myself a C2 level learner. Uh, I'd like to think that I am. I don't really have a C2 level exam. I mean, I did take the IELTS exam three years ago and I got eight, which is borderline C1, C2. But I would like to think that I am now C2 level learner. So if anybody is a C2 level learner and you find this podcast useful, well, by all means, keep listening. That would be fantastic. But I think this podcast is aimed mainly at B1, B2 and C1 level learner. I hope you, you know what I'm talking about when I mention these letters and numbers. Well, the, this is the common European framework of reference and um, it's essentially how you divide the English language learners of any language uh, in Europe. Okay, this is how we do it and uh, it's pretty useful to know the distinctions and it helps uh, teachers to place the students into the right levels and things like that, into the right group so that they all learn effectively enough and things like that and it's it's good to be aware where you stand uh, because also can help you choose the right material when you're learning okay so i will be correcting mistakes at these levels so mistakes that occur at these levels so it's not gonna be like me teaching uh, the verb to be to you okay no i'll be looking at errors that occur at these levels okay sometimes what happens is that nobody wants to correct you right um, especially if uh, it's your friend or a boyfriend or colleagues and that's because often you want to be equal you want to have respect for each other and once you start correcting someone it kind of disrupts the balance doesn't it it can be a bit patronizing I noticed that by the way yeah often I'm unable to be friends with students some of my students they want to be friends with me and it sometimes doesn't work and the reason is because they want me to correct their mistakes while being my friend it's just, it's just a bit hard, you know, to do these things at the same time. I could do it with some people, but um, usually when I become f too close to someone, I become close to my students, and it has happened in the past. You might think it's unprofessional, but I think we are all human beings. Uh, then I stop correcting their mistakes, because it just becomes unnatural for me to do it. And I think you can't do both. You can't be friends with someone and then correct their mistakes at the same time. I guess you can to a certain extent, but not as much as you could as an English teacher or as a podcaster, the way I want to do it in this new podcast, okay? All right, 
Well, the bottom line is someone needs to tell you that you're making a mistake or you will keep saying the things wrong unless you realize it yourself. Often we don't realize this because there is so much to learn. You need a massive amount of exposure to be able to self-correct. And I think you can only start doing this at C1, C2 level, possibly. Even so, there's no guarantee you will do that effectively. You will always find the answers. I mean, Google is a good helper these days, I guess. But there are so many things people say, and often they are contradictory and mutually exclusive. And you've got all those rules, like the rules about how to express future in English. It's crazy sometimes, isn't it? So perhaps you won't understand the linguistic reasons behind, behind what what you said and why you said it wrong and why you need to say differently and that's where I come in you know <laughs> uh, okay now I've also made another discovery that re uh, that's related to error correction I tend to remember when I am embarrassed when somebody corrects me on the spot as an English teacher in uh, MLI which was the language school I um, worked for the I've been working for the past three years every summer that's the summer camp thing I've, I've talked about this on this podcast I had a boss there um, and we once went out and we had drinks with our colleagues most of them were native speakers and then there was me and my boss corrected me there once he corrected my usage of conditional clause I believe it was and I felt so embarrassed because he did it in front of everyone I was not very happy the way he said it. I felt ashamed, I'll be honest with you. But actually, because of that, now looking back at it, I'm actually quite grateful he did that, because I now remember that. I remember that mistake and uh, it uh, stuck in my head, you know. Uh, so being embarrassed a little bit, you know, it's actually good. It can help you as long as it's done to a reasonable level, okay? Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm going to play you an extract from a Skype call that I had with my friend Musa. Uh, Musa is someone I used to work with in a language school in London. And every Friday, Musa would organize Friday drinks. It was an event for students. Essentially, Musa and the students would meet up in the, in the nearest pub and uh, chat in English, practice their English It, it was about building confidence and uh, improving fluency, mainly. And Musa always invited the teachers. So from time to time, I joined Musa and other teachers did the same. So in this podcast, I, I'm not going to be embarrassing anyone. That's not the aim. But I will be uh, picking apart a language mistake somebody made. So potentially you might think, oh, my God, you're embarrassing somebody. Why are you doing that? No, no, I'm doing it with good intentions uh, at heart, you know. So I want to help others who make the, uh, similar mistakes. And I want to help that person that made that mistake because that person is uh, probably going to listen to this podcast so to see like what I do with the material, with the recording material that I collect. So, you know, error correction is a huge chapter in every single book for English teachers. I've already, I've already said that, right? Uh, you should know how to correct, when to correct, when is it right to correct? Should you do the immediate correction uh, on the spot or should you wait with the, uh, with the correction? Should you do so-called delayed feedback? 
so many questions to answer, so many viewpoints, so many different ways to do it. And the prevalent method today is that um, mistake is part of the learning process and it's healthy and you learn from mistakes, of course. And you have to go through these errors to, to be better. And we use these days the communicative method and the teachers are instructed how to correct, you know. Uh, so if it's about the fluency, if you want to help students with their fluency, you should correct less. You should not correct that much really, or you should do the delayed correction. But if, if it's an exercise or practice to do with accuracy, then you should definitely correct more often. Delayed feedback can be useful because it does not interrupt the students. And uh, this is kind of going to be a delayed feedback, you know, because I let the people talk. Uh, in that context. There will be some sort of an example of the language error, so it will be like a little conversation. And, of course, students should be encouraged to correct themselves as well, to do the self-correction. And as a teacher, you should elicit rather than tell them what's wrong. It's more effective if they realize it themselves. It, themselves. It's more likely to stick in their memory. Anyway, it's good to be self-aware about your mistakes to a certain extent, because if you do it too much, it could get in the way. Remember when I used to have the fixer on the podcast, some, some listeners pointed out to me that oh, that was a bit too much, because I was beating myself up over my mistakes too much, you know. So it, it, could, it could make you a bit self-conscious. But I think to, to have a bit of self-awareness about this is good. So that's what I will be doing too, because some of the episodes will feature myself and I will be correcting myself. Yeah, uh, so this podcast, this new podcast is going to be about errors. But I'm not encouraging anyone to get obsessed with it. I don't want you to develop this sort of an illness of a fixer inside of your head that I had. I am lending you a helping hand. I'm offering my expertise. That's what this podcast is about. Everyone makes mistakes. I do a lot. I might occasionally correct myself, believe it or not, even native speakers make mistakes, consciously or unconsciously. Sometimes it's just a variant of the English they know, you know, the, the English they, they grew up with, like slang or something, uh, like double negatives, I don't know nothing, you know. Sometimes people don't know this is wrong, like the natives. So I might even look at these mistakes sometimes in this podcast, like the mistakes the native speakers make could be really interesting. Uh, it will be an interesting journey overall and only time will show if it was the right decision to launch this project. Yeah. Hi Zdenek, how are you? Hi Musa, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, what's up man? Just, I want you to let me know we are organizing Friday drinks tonight. As you know, this is my favorite thing, yeah. but as you know, we're under lockdown, that's why we are doing it online. Would you like to join? Oh, yeah, I suppose I could join. The thing is, though, um, I don't have so much time this evening. Depends, depends. How long is this going to last? Well, we'll be online by 1 a.m., possibly. You can join any time. Okay, nice. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. I'll see you there. See you. So what's going to be the structure of this podcast? I want this podcast to actually have some sort of a structure, you know, it, it should be some sort of a method to the madness. So I'm going to play a little bit of context, like I said, like, I don't know, 20 seconds or so uh, of the person making the mistake. 
and then I will start explaining why what went wrong and I will um, analyze the error and give examples and things like that. Then later on I'll also have an expert on this podcast. So the first expert on the first episode of this new podcast will be Marvin. Did I did I tell you the name of the podcast yet? I don't think I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you soon, okay? I promise. So the expert could be a native speaker or another teacher or anybody whose English is really good just to just to tell me that what their experience with this mistake is. It could even be a learner. I don't think expert um, is limited only to native speakers or only to teachers, to be honest. Uh, but I want to have a, a different voice on the podcast as well so that it's not just me, okay? But it will be like a short interview, like a mini interview, three minutes or something like that. Now, let's get to that name already. I think uh, you've been patient for long enough. It's time to reveal this secret, right? <laughs> so I was thinking about this for a long time and I came up with a name called Correct My English. Now, it's alchemy to come up with a good name. Um, you need something catchy, something that reflects your podcast. You need to find something that does what it says on the tin, so to speak, yeah? So, um, you know, I uh, decided to go for correct my English because it does what it says, right? I'm going to be correcting your English and I could have called it correct your English, but I think it's, it's kind of more interesting to use the possessive adjective my because then it's sort of like from your point of view and I'm the one helping you with it. Also, when you're Googling, like, you know, all this optimization, whatever it's called, it's important for me that my podcast is found, obviously. So I need something that people might find easy to find. Okay, so that's why I'm, I've gone for this. Now, obviously, a big thing that I had to um, figure out was a logo and a jingle. Now, I did think about this for a long time. I did try a few different things. I asked my friends to help me out. I wasn't always happy with the final product or something was off about it. So in the end, I actually paid for both the logo and the jingle. And um, yeah, as you can see, I'm trying to take it seriously this time. And I want to be professional about it. Okay, so the new logo was quite expensive, but I think it's worth it because it's quite a good logo. And I gave my listeners a chance to vote on um, the logo because I had like a few other options that I could go for and I couldn't decide in the end because I'm I can be quite indecisive sometimes so I let my Zenex English podcast listeners and members of Zenex English podcast Facebook group decide on the logo and in the end they went for the one for the for the suggestion that I personally like the most myself so I was happy about that too and I did the same with the jingle so the jingle was less expensive but I accidentally bought it three times. Can you believe that? Fortunately, the person that I bought it from, well, it was a website actually, it was a website called audiojungle.com. Fortunately, the person that I bought it from was fair enough to return the money and he was absolutely, he, he was causing no trouble. He was really fair about this and he returned uh, the money easily. So I got a refund, so it was all good. There's another thing, obviously, I need I needed a host. I need a host. So I'm going to stick with um, Podbean because I've already got two podcasts there. And I don't want to have to learn to do this in another way. You know, I just want to stick with Podbean because, I mean, I have to pay for it again. So it won't be cheap. 
there's also a voiceover that I needed, so I asked one of my playtesters of Kingdoms of Deceit, the game I've been developing, and the game about which you can find more information on teachersdenic.com. And uh, this voiceover, I need just some sort of a catchy, catchy line, you know? Something like, do you keep making mistakes in English? Does it bother you? Well, correct your English with correct my English, or something like that. So I think the title of my podcast, it gives you some nice possibilities of these sort of voiceovers. And I asked that friend of mine to record one basic one. We'll see if he can do more. Currently, he's a bit indisposed. He's under the weather. So he might be able to help me later, I guess. And um, yeah, so it's these things are not free. Either you have to have a friend who is really good at doing this and willing to help you out, often... Uh, you know, often you don't want to do this for free as well. So you want to return the favor in any way and or shape or form you can. But um, to do this right, you have to you have to pay for these things. And I, I have consulted a lot with Daniel Goodson. And I want to thank you on behalf of Zdenex English Podcast. I want to thank Daniel, um, who is well known from his two podcasts, The Vocab Man and uh, My Fluent English Podcast. So please check out his stuff. It's really good. And Daniel Goodson is another lapster, another listener to Luke's English Podcast, like I am, who, who has done his podcast inspired by Luke's English Podcast. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, thanks, for, thanks a lot for your help. I really appreciate it. And Daniel also helped me uh, sort of um, edit that voiceover that I got from that playtester of Kingdoms of the Sea. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Um, also, I have to say that I've, I've talked to people like Luke Thompson and Martin Johnston, people who have made very successful podcasts before, just sort of like consulted a few things with them, because I wanted to do this right. And obviously, I, I'm still getting inspired by these podcasts, because, because these guys have made it. They, they are doing an amazing job, so I want to sort of um, follow their lead, you know. It's important to, to look up to certain podcasters and to see what they do and to get inspiration from them because you can't do this by yourself you know you have to learn somewhere okay so yeah by is used for deadlines ladies and gentlemen remember that okay so it's like no later than you must do it no later than that particular point Generally, I have received encouraging and positive comments regarding the logo, the jingle, and the, I, the overall idea. People think that this can be quite successful, so we will see. It's a good plan, it's a good plan, but it's not a guarantee that it will make it, of course, you know. Um, um, I have to do the things right, and I have to be consistent, and I have to give it some time to see if it, if it takes off, yeah. As you know, one of my problems in the past was that I overthought things. This applies especially to my board game ideas and to my board game projects that I've tried to do. Uh, I always put too many things in the board games, like I over-egg the pudding, you know, I put too many toppings on the pizza. That's what I do, because this is who I am. I can be quite a complicated person in some sort of respects, I suppose. Um, so, I don't want this project to fail. I want this podcast is correct my English podcast to reach a wider audience. You know, I want to learn a lesson from the mistakes I've made in the past. 
And this, I think this new idea of correct, my, of correct My English podcast seems quite straightforward, doesn't it? It makes sense in terms of my teacher strength and the fact that I'm a non-native speaker teacher, as I mentioned before. And it does what it says on the tin. And, you know, it's, I've got the experience with analyzing the language. So this seems like a good business opportunity for me if I do this right. I think all business opportunities that involve a podcast should always start with a free podcast, by the way. You should do something that's available to everyone. And if your listeners like your stuff, then they will become loyal and they will keep listening and they will be eager to hear more and more content coming from you. But um, this one, I want to actually monetize it. When I started The Next English Podcast, I never thought about monetizing it. Obviously, you can become a patron of the Next English Podcast, and I do have uh, a few patrons. Uh, not that many, but I do have some. Then, um, you know, I didn't aim very high with the Next English Podcast. But with Correct My English, I want to try to make it. I want to see what happens. And I think I know how to do it. And it's going to start with a free podcast that everyone will have access to. So I'm going to try to earn your trust, basically, with this, yeah? I know probably the, the listeners that are listening to this episode of the Next English Podcast, they probably trust me already. They know what they're getting. Yeah. So now I'm not talking about you that much because I think you're going to be on board ultimately because it's another content coming from me. I'm talking about those new potential listeners that I may uh, reach, you know. Until it's more interesting because we can have a look at the stress. So in the word until, uh, the second syllable is stressed. The first one has a schwa sound in it. Uh, schwa sound is uh, until. So uh, whenever there is a schwa sound in English, it's never ever stressed. Often it appears at the beginning of words, like here. So um, it's amazing to get corrected on your English. And you need that feedback, otherwise you will never know. It's good to make mistakes and learning is part of the process, but you need to get corrected. Yeah. So if this podcast is successful enough, I'll give it some time to see if it takes off, as I said. Uh, then I will start a premium service or a course or something like that. And uh, we will have chats, discussions. The way I want to do it is like imagine some sort of a Skype call or an online conference with a few people. And we will basically be, it will be like an English class. Uh, so we'll do some speaking practice and have a discussion on a topic. And then I will provide some delayed feedback. So as we are talking, as, as the participants of this discussion are talking, I'll be correcting mistakes, um, making a Google document. And then later on, I'll provide this feedback on your pronunciation, grammar and vocabulary. By the way, that's the, what this podcast will be about. Correct My English will not only be correcting your grammar, but also your vocabulary and pronunciation. Yeah? And if the listeners are happy enough with this and they want to take it a little bit further, they want to go the extra mile, then uh, I will start correcting their English for real. They will pay for online courses with me. We will do this over Skype or Zoom or something like that. And they will get this feedback from me. So. It's something that English teachers do, obviously, during English lessons already. But my focus will be more on speaking and on this delayed feedback, yeah? And on trying to spot these fossilized errors. It will be more 
sort of focused in this kind of way. I, I hope it makes sense to you guys. All right. Now, you might be asking yourself the question, why am I addressing you, my listeners, first? Well, I think it's pretty obvious because I already have some sort of an audience. And I think I expect you might be one of those people who could be interested in this podcast, of course. Well, because you know me and you know what I can do and you've been following me for a while. So, you know, you've been with me through thick and thin and you know there have been some hiccups and there will be some more hiccups in the future, I'm sure. But, um, yeah. All right. So, uh, what do we do next? I think I'm going to explain to you what you should do now to help me out with this podcast because I do need your help. I seriously do need your help with this, okay? So I need you to go to Podbean and find Correct My English Podcast there. Check out my website. Join the new Facebook group called Correct My English Podcast. It's actually a Facebook page, I think. There is a difference between a page and a group, but you should be able to find it. Subscribe to my channel on iTunes or whatever, wherever you need to. Um, I can't stress this enough. If you want your favorite podcaster's Danek to do well and keep himself motivated, you have a duty to support me, okay? The least you can do is to subscribe to my new podcast on iTunes or Podbean. I don't mean to guilt trip you or anything, guys. <laughs> you can do what you want, of course. But I expect this might be in your best interest. A new free podcast. The same voice, more organized, more systematic, better prepared. It will relate to your experience of learning uh, English, of course. You should strike a chord with me. Uh, to strike a chord, it means to cause you to remember that something is connected uh, to you in some way. Okay, by the way. Now, there will be a patron site, of course. So you will have an opportunity to become my patron. And also on my website, teachersdenek.com, uh, you can now find a PayPal button. Uh, so you can actually... Um, do that as well if you want to send me a donation or something you can do that through the next English podcast section there or in the future you will be able to do the same with correct my English of course so those are some ways you can help me and ideally you also uh, write a review of correct my English podcast you can do the same for the next English podcast obviously and I haven't got enough reviews to be honest I, I'm not gonna cry here but I actually don't have that many reviews And it's a shame because I know you're my listeners. You've been listening for a long time. Okay, I'm now guilt tripping you a little bit. <laughs> But uh, why don't you write a short review? It's going to take you like 20 seconds. And it's going to be a massive boost for this podcast because it will help other people find it. Especially if you give it five stars. Okay, please don't give it one star or two stars. I'm going to cry if you do. Just five stars, okay? But obviously, if you don't feel like doing it, then don't do it, you know? It's fine. It's fine. I'll be okay. I'll move on. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's sum this up then. I think uh, I think this podcast has been long enough, so it's time to sum this up. It's time to summarize this. Okay. So this should be a no-nonsense idea, a unique enough podcast. I have all my credentials that I need. You know, I have all the qualifications, all the experience, and all that. So the cards are in my hand. The ball is in my court. And I have the time now because of the, of the coronavirus crisis, so I've got less work on my hands. It will be a financial crisis soon, inevitably. So I don't want to give up, you know, I want to keep myself um, occupied with uh, stuff that relates to my job, of course. And I, I need something that pays the rent, of course. 
okay, so I want to make a success out of this. Um, I'm, I have to go online, there's no other way. I, I mean, I've got some job offers, but I also want to go online. So I'm reaching out to you as my listeners, because I r right now I need your help. I mean, subscribe, share, like, do all that kind of thing that needs to be done to make this popular, obviously, from the get-go, from the very beginning. It has to take off, yeah? And if I play my hand right, I'm sure I can make this work and be successful, okay? I think you have noticed the change in my tone from the next English podcast. I've always beaten myself up and things like that. Yeah, so this time I'm gonna do it differently. I'm gonna be very confident about what I'm doing. Not gonna doubt myself. Not on Correct My English podcast anyway. Maybe I, I might still occasionally do it on the next English podcast. But that has always been a very personal project, very personal podcast. Because I always talk about what's going through my head and all the weak, all my weaknesses and even some moments, my some some ups and downs in my life and things like that. But correct my English podcast should be more distant in that in that kind of way. It should be less personal, I think. It should still be fun and useful, but I want to do it in a different way. Okay. Marvin, you are an English teacher. So uh, I thought you might as well appear on this podcast. Hopefully uh, you are up for it. I am very much up for it. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. So this First episode is about the difference between prepositions by and until, which are two prepositions of time. So have you got experience teaching this yourself? Actually, yes, my friend. Uh, a lot of experience with the preposition by. That seems to be a common mistake that I've had to help with, actually. Every learner makes mistakes. Every language learner needs to fix them. Mistakes are okay are part of the process, but there comes a time, especially at B2, B1, C1 level, when you need to start fixing those fossilized errors. And that's where Correct My English comes in. So don't forget to subscribe to Correct My English on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called these days. Don't forget to come to the Correct My English Facebook page. Uh, check this out on my website, teachstenic.com and write a review, please. Okay, I think that's it. There is also Twitter and Instagram. I'm all all these platforms. You can find me, Teachers Denek or Zdenek Lucas or something like that. But uh, I don't really use them that much. But you can still, you know, subscribe if you want, follow me, whatever. Okay, I think it's it's all done and dusted now. The 300th episode is done. It's been a bit difficult for me to record it. I'll have to do a lot of editing because it's long. I, I, I think I confused myself and I sometimes repeated the same ideas. I hope you don't mind. I hope that's okay. Uh, regarding the next English podcast, uh, this Sunday I recorded another live show with Musa this time. We were talking about living abroad and all the benefits it brings and all that. So I think you might find that interesting. Uh, I think it was a great episode again, and it will be published as 301st episode of, of uh, the next English podcast. Now, if you don't want to miss uh, a live show, if you want to take part in it and uh, listen live and be able to comment and ask questions as we record, why don't you join the mailing list, which I set up on uh, my website, teachersdenek.com, and it's the next English podcast section. Go there and join the mailing list and you will not miss the live shows. 
Also, listen out for these live show announcements that I record these days. They are quite short and I do delete them later. Stop making silly mistakes in English. Correct your English with Correct My English podcast. All right. So, uh, this has been Zdenek's English podcast, episode 300. The aim was to introduce Correct My English podcast, a new podcast I'm launching. Hopefully, I did what I had to do. And now it's up to you. If you want to help me, if you want to become part of this, if you want to be part of the community, you know what to do. I think I described it here thoroughly. So, thanks everyone for listening to the end. I, I think if you made it this far, I have to say kudos to you. And uh, take care. Look after yourself. Uh, have a good time. And cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. <laughs>